Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. And I know it's been, what, like a month or something since I've put one of these out. But I've been really busy. My daughter just started seventh grade and they didn't have enough volleyball coaches. So I, I'm coaching volleyball now and I've just been busy. And I don't know if anybody listening is familiar with junior high kids, but they lose their mind at this age. My kid has lost her damn mind. I, uh, well, it was like two weeks ago, she went to her first football game and it was a high school football game. And I, that should have like triggered something in me to question more of who she was going with and why she was going. But the high school is literally next door to my house. I can throw a rock and hit the damn school. So I, I wasn't concerned about it. And I knew the girls that she was going to meet there. So whatever, I let her go. And one, it was exciting for me because I had to take this stupid desk apart that I ended up breaking. So I don't even want to get into that, but I, I had to take it apart and move it to a different room to podcast in. And I've done it before. So I, it wasn't a big deal. And I was like, well, great. The kid's gone. I'll get high and take the desk apart and just listen to music for the next two hours or so. And it wasn't even 45 minutes after she left that I hear someone knocking on the door and I'm like, what in the world? Like, what's going, you know, because like no one comes to my house. So, and I knew it wasn't my daughter because she has a code to get in. So I, I walk out in the hallway, they knock again. And I was like, uh, yeah, who is it? And they were like, it's the Avon Police Department and we have your daughter with us. So I'm like, oh my God. I mean, you could still smell the weed, okay? And I know you could tell I was blown out of my mind because I smoke the California like lab grown weed. So I mean, just one hit off of a one hitter and I'm literally blown out of my mind. So I opened the door, just embarrassed. And I guess what happened was they, there's this like roundabout by the school and I guess the sign the roundabout sign was kind of like hanging down and my stupid kid and her friends decided to go take the sign and somebody called the cops on him and he was like I he's he's you know he's like well they wouldn't really admit it and I just want you to know that when we got them all together and we're asking them about it your daughter was the one that stepped up and took control of the situation and said oh it wasn't us and you know tried to lot anyways it's just embarrassing it is so embarrassing and I know he could smell the weed and I it's just I'm so sick of having to hide the fact that I find weed and first off I also want to say that there is nothing for these damn kids to do nothing at all but stare at their phones there's no skating rink there's no skate park I mean there's a park but it's geared towards little kids there's nothing for you know preteens and young teens to do at all and I'm sick of it and no one wants to put in a damn skate park in this town because the parents think oh there's gonna be weed at the skate park or someone might get hurt it's like what are you the kids are getting groomed by pedophiles every day online you know on discord you know like it used to be when you'd be out at a park with your friends and you would encounter a creeper guy or someone that was strange, you know, you got used to their actions and what made them creepy. Now the kids are never around people other than, you know, their family and maybe their friends' family and teachers, that's it. So they don't even know what a creepy person is because they never get to experience. I mean, you'd be at the park and there would be some creepy guy with a 
box and a pet turtle in it trying to get you to pet the damn pet turtle well now they don't do that they're just on discord jacking off to their pet turtle and your kids don't know and they click on it and it's just a mess i mean i just i'm so i'm so just disappointed in society right now you know and yeah so what i smoke weed big deal okay i'm sorry but i'm a single mom it's not like i lead an exciting life or anything i really don't i mean the highlight of my weekend is getting something from ikea to put together and i'm so sick of putting shit together because it's a pain in the ass and everyone's like oh it's just so easy shut up no it's not i wish every time i opened one of those stupid ikea boxes a lesbian dropped out and not one of those useless allen wrenches i mean that is that's all i have to look forward to on the weekends so yeah i smoke pot some moms like to drink wine i don't like wine so i smoke weed and i'm really getting sick of having to hide it well i gotta turn on well i don't watch youtube because it's horribly addicting but anyways you'll listen to a podcast with joe rogan and elon musk and they're smoking weed i mean he has some of the richest men in the world on his damn podcast and they get high all the time meanwhile i have to hide it because i'm afraid somebody's gonna call cps on me i mean it's just ridiculous and i'm over it over it folks And I'm high right now, too, because I'm not a pothead. I know it sounds like I'm a pothead, but I'm really not. I work at Amazon, and I'm a picker, and it's it's so draining. And I just got off work, and all I do is go around and get all the things that you kinky fucks at home are too embarrassed to go to the damn store and get yourself, like dildos and butt plugs and pocket pussies and... I'm just sick of it. I mean, and another thing, I had to go get new glasses and I paid to have them, you know, so you wouldn't have the ring light reflective and it it didn't, you still see the light. So I'm really pissed and I had to get this stupid podcast done tonight because I have to work tomorrow and I got a bunch of stuff to do and when I put the fucking glasses on and I looked at the phone and I could see that you could still see the damn light. I wanted to break shit. So I, I hit the one hitter. That's what I do. Anyways, back to Joe Rogan, that bald headed scallywag. I swear to God, I am going, it's just, it's, I'm, ugh. Anyways, I'm just over it, you know? And ugh, yeah, why do I have to hide it? I mean, I get, we, we keep getting these notifications, or I, I don't know, we, I don't mean, I don't know who else is listening, but. At my child's school, we keep getting these notifications about how disrespectful the kids are and there's a lot of back talking and they're bullying and they're just little shitheads. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, I would love to help you with that, but I'm going to need some type of confirmation that your school mental health counselor isn't going to turn me into the police or CPS when, you know, my daughter goes into the office and is like, oh, my mom likes to smoke pot and she hits me with a wooden spoon. I mean, kids turn on you. They really do. Have you seen um, this whole Britney Spears thing? Okay, anyways, if you haven't, her kids are doing interview ne- interviews now, and they just did, one of them just did an interview with 60 Minutes, and it had Kevin Federline, Kevin Federfuck, that's what I like to call him. Anyways, but before I get into the details of this interview, I don't know if any of you guys have seen Kevin Federline recently, but I think he's wearing a fat suit or something because his head isn't in proportion with his body. He has this little teeny tiny head and this huge body. 
And I, I mean, these huge arms. It just doesn't seem like, I don't know. I think there's something going on. But no, it's this interview with one of her sons. And he's playing this grand piano, okay? Just he's playing his grand piano and he's this huge home. I mean, complaining that he doesn't like the fact that his mom makes all these sexy Instagram videos and all these posts while he's literally playing a piano that was given to him by Elton John. I mean, it's just the irony. And it's like, could this be real? I mean, is this rich little snob with veneers at 17 or 18? I mean, he has like 30 grand in his teeth. They're brand new veneers. This piano was given to him by Elton John. It's the piano that he played at Princess Diana's funeral. And the kid's just sitting there playing away, complaining about how his mom, you know, dances around in a bikini. And I'm like, yeah, it's called work. That's why you fucking have... 30 grand in your mouth right now and I mean it's it's almost got to be fake right I mean I realize that this is how celebrities make money I mean it's not enough just to be good and talented and have a hit record or be on tour you also have to have the algorithm hits right and that's usually done through especially for I guess celebrities I don't know like gossip stuff right that's what I think and I mean, I get it because like what do like the Britney Spearses and, you know, people that used to be all over the tabloids and the gossips and the Internet, all that stuff. And well, how do they how do they stay in the press? How do they keep getting their names hit? I don't know. And especially now, because people don't care about celebrity gossip anymore. I mean, not with all the true crime. I mean, anytime you get on any YouTube or anyone any Facebook anything it is all true crime obsessed I mean it is ridiculous I um uh, sorry I'm drinking water I told you I'm high so my mouth is probably gonna get dry because I'm sitting here babbling into a microphone in a corner in a back room like a crazy person but whatever folks crazy always wins I mean look at Brittany I mean that's what it's all about just whatever whatever keeps your name in the press it doesn't matter I mean, sure, maybe she is crazy, and that's why they had to have the conservatorship or whatever over her. I don't know. But, I mean, how else? I mean, yeah, it's all fake, guys, is what I'm getting at. This stuff about her son complaining about her, I mean, I'm sure he's getting paid. It's a family business, right? I mean, at this point, how do you compete with all the true crime and all these stupid blonde bitches getting fished out of rivers when you're Britney Spears? I mean... She can't get fished out of a river. I mean, her whole family would have to file bankruptcy. That It's a family business. And we're so stupid, we think it's real, and we click on it, and we talk about it, and we make stupid fucking posts like this because, you know, there's some other idiot on the other side with nothing else to do, so they're Googling about Britney Spears, and I just hashtag Britney Spears, hashtag Sun 60 Minutes Australia, I think is who did the interview but anyways I'm just so sick of it and then you got to see Joe Rogan getting high and honestly I think at this point I think I'm just gonna go to Austin and I'm gonna kidnap Tim Dillon and hold him hostage till you know I get my material out there I don't care I mean what big deal I go to jail it's not like I live an exciting life anyway I mean my kids already lost her damn mind so it's not like She's not going to end up in jail anyways, probably. I don't know. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kidnap Tim Dillon. And so what? If I go to jail, they can use my material because that's how fucking good it is. So I went either way. I don't care. I'm just, 
I'm just mad that Tim Dillon's gay, actually. He's so hot. I mean, for a fat dude, I wouldn't fuck a fat guy, but I would fuck Tim Dillon. And he's funny. But anyways, I don't know. It's just a mess. And I was... And even, I mean, all the music. The music just sucks anymore. I mean, that's why everyone's on YouTube watching fucking shit about John Benet Ramsey. What was that, 30 years ago? I mean, that's how pathetic our lives are, folks. And... I mean, it's a it's a fascinating case, and I I mean it's horrible. But I mean, there's got to be other people that died recently, right? I don't know. But I why isn't she on a vintage tee? That's what I wanted to talk about. I we were at Target shopping, and everything is like vintage tee, which I like because I like t-shirts. But you know, it's always the Rolling Stones or David Bowie. I mean, I think they have a Snoop Dogg one now. Um, they have Ice Tea, Ice Cube. They have everyone except for Britney Spears and Madonna, which I think they just don't want to be on a vintage tea because that means you're kind of done. But Snoop's not done. Anyways, I like the TLC vintage tea, but they didn't have my size. But anyways, yeah, why don't you see like a John Bonet one? There should be a John Bonet vintage tea. I mean, that's retro. That was just as big as Britney Spears. I would honestly say. I bet like algorithm hits. I mean, that's what Britney has to compete with. She has to compete with John Benet Ramsey. That's that's where we're at. Like, how do you compete with a beauty queen that was bludged to death? Didn't her skull like completely crack? I was reading about that. You can actually find the bitch's brain splatter. They have the pictures. They leaked the pictures. They didn't just whack her in the head. I mean, like it was cracked from like here all the way back. I mean, that's a pretty, I don't want to, bore you guys with the gory details but anyways I'm just saying this is what our pop stars have to compete with now and I think they have reached the level these all these dead missing girls unsolved cases I mean I think they belong on a t-shirt why not I mean and why is there no a Michael Jackson vintage tee with the white glove that says privilege Seriously, I mean, that is about as privileged as you can get, folks. And look, I know some people don't like talking about Michael Jackson because they think he's innocent and then other people think he's guilty. And I really don't care about that. What I care about is the fact that people think it's a touchy subject, like you shouldn't talk about it. It's too controversial. Well, hold on. Let me get a drink of water because I'm high. And controversial I grew up in that era. I was in love with Michael Jackson. And I mean, so I remember it was all over the tabloids. It was all over the news. I mean, he was going all over the country with these little boys and he was running in and out of limos, holding their hands, going to amusement parks. They would run out of the limo into a hotel room. I mean, they were like it couples. That's what it was like. I mean, they were holding hands. The cameras, the paparazzi were following them throughout the amusement parks. And nobody questioned it. No one said, hey, do you think it's a little weird that this guy is flying to Europe to take this kid from America to Europe and Disney and they're holding hands, running out of limos into a hotel like they're a celebrity couple hiding from the paparazzi? But yeah, we can't talk about it. We're just going to, it's too controversial. Makes no sense to me. Just so, I'm just sick of everything. And then... Another thing that pisses me off is that they gave Nicki Minaj 
the Vanguard Award, the MTV, the Michael Jackson MTV Vanguard Award. And I like Nicki Minaj. I like her new Super Freak song, whatever. Is it Wet Pussy? I don't know who sings what Wet Pussy or I don't type pussy. I don't know all the pussy songs. I don't know who all sings them. But I know Nicki Minaj sings some of them. And Vanguard means new, original, something that's never been done. Uh, Being a whore or a slut is the second oldest profession in the world. I mean, I know some people think that it's actually the first, but it's not. Farming was first because we needed something to trade the pussy for. So it was the second oldest profession. And it's just not new, folks. So why the hell are they giving the Vanguard Award to Nicki Minaj? I mean, it would be like giving it to Britney Spears or Madonna or Christina Aguilera or whatever stupid what is our teenage slut idol I don't know it's just it's just stupid and I mean what what is my kid I mean and it was so weird because we're sitting here we're looking at all these stupid t-shirts and they're playing top 40 songs that suck and I'm thinking oh my god you know is my daughter going to be shopping for vintage t-shirts with her kids and my granddaughter is going to walk through the door with a wop a wet ass pussy t-shirt on you know, like, what do you say to that? Well, can you do all those tricks that keep the dick up inside it? I mean, it's just where we're going. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm high and I'm over life and everything's so woke now. I, uh, when we were shopping, uh, we had gotten lost or so. I don't know. I had to ask where something was. And there was this guy that was working and I just asked him. And of course he, you know, told us where to go, but he was really creepy and um, as we walked away, I said to my daughter, because I didn't see, I mean, I, he was, I could tell he had a work shirt on and he worked there. And it wasn't until he said, excuse me, that he turned around. And then I was like, oh, this guy's a creep. But anyway, so as we were walking away, I said to my daughter, I was like, that guy's creepy. And she said, that's racist. I'm like, racist? What? He was Mexican. I think he was Mexican or Latino. He was Latino, okay? I don't know. He could have been Guatemalan. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. All that matters was that he was creepy, okay? I'm 40 years old. You don't think I know a creep when I see a creep? And, I mean, but when your kid calls you a racist, I mean, you have to defend yourself. I mean, I was mortified. I was like, what are you talking about? I mean, do you know how many Mexicans I have gotten high with in the back of a van? Too many. A lot. I've done it all the time. And that's not something that you say to your child because now whenever I ask her to do something, she's like, I don't have to listen to you. You get high with Mexicans and vans. I'm like, that's racist. I mean, but they just bring you to this level where you have to defend yourself with the actual truth. And it just backfires because now, I mean, I don't want her getting high in the back of a van with Mexicans. I mean, it's the brown ones you got to watch, folks. It is true. Brown men are sexy as fuck. All of them. Latino, Arab, Shiite, Sunni, doesn't matter. They are hot. I don't know why, but they are. Anyways, yeah, it's it's getting it's getting weird now to be a parent. I uh I mean, one, it's just too woke. But see, here's the thing. The kids aren't woke because I just put spyware in my kid's phone and so I get to see all the group chats and I also have her password so I can look at her discord which she said she doesn't really use 
unless one of her friends are grounded from their phone. You know, it's just a mess. But anyways, the kids are not woke because I got on some of these Discord chats and they're using the N-word, all of them, everyone. I mean, black, white, Latino, everyone, the furries, everyone is using the N-word. And I'm talking with the hard R. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I mean, I had to call my kid. I'm like, what, and she, I'm like what, what is going on here? And she's like, I'm not even in that chat. And I'm not even sure how Discord works, but you get all these, like, invites. It's weird. And I'm like, you know you can never say that, right? Like, just don't ever. Like, you'll be screwed in life. I don't care who's saying it. But we had an incident, I don't know, it was sometime last year. Um, the girls, like all the girls were fighting at school. I don't know. There was bullying or something. I don't know. I try to stay out of it. And I tell my daughter to stay out of it. And I got a phone call and they had her in the office with the counselor. And the counselor was saying that two of my daughter's friends were fighting and that they kind of wanted Elle to be the responsible one and the mature one and kind of, you know, tell people to be nice to each other. And of course I'm thinking, oh God, no, just stay out of it because that's going to backfire because eventually those two are going to become friends and they're going to hate you. And I'm sure you have said, shitty things about both of them to both of them and that's just that's that's how girl culture works that's what's gonna happen so I just tell my daughter to stay out of it but the school called and they said that the girls had got into some type of physical altercation and one of the girls had pulled the other girl's weave out and they're wanting my daughter to intervene and at first I, I was like well you can't just stand by and let someone pull some girl's weave out like you cannot do not you don't even need to be friends with somebody like that like you can't hang out with this person and I'm going nuts and then the counselor is like well we just want Elle to be a you know a role model for these girls so we get off the phone my daughter comes home and she was like mom they're both black and I was like oh no honey you got to stay the hell out of that I don't you just stay out of it because what's going to happen is if that happens again and you try to break them up, someone's going to get a picture and it's going to look like you have the weave in the hand and eventually they're both going to hate you and you're going to be all over the internet and you're not going to be able to get a damn job. So you just stay out of that one. I mean, I, I'm mad that the school even called and wanted my daughter to intervene because like, what are they stupid? I mean, how stupid are they? Like, these are the people, this is the counselor. I do not feel that that school counselor is qualified to be a counselor working with children in 2022. Because listen, it is a bad time to be a parent because I mean, well, besides wet ass pussy and broke boys don't deserve no pussy everywhere and twerking, which is fine. I, honestly, I don't really restrict music. I really don't care because I listened to horrible music when I was a kid and I didn't know what the hell they were singing about till I got way older. So I don't care about music, but um, but no, it's it is a bad time because the kids are. They're, they've lost their damn mind. They don't know. They are, I mean, they're the way kids have always been, only they've grown up staring at screens all day. So, I mean, from their whole life, they've just been sitting here liking things. They don't even know what the hell they're liking. You know, like, oh, it's a bunny, it's a bunny, it's a kitty, bunny, 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 bunny. Now your kid thinks they're a fucking furry. And, you know, every time you walk in the kitchen, they're in there jacking off to a, I don't know. Twix bunny cereal box. I don't know. They're coming in your cereal boxes twice a day. It's a mess. And all, I mean, now everyone's transgender and that's fine. I don't care. But listen, I just don't want, you know, the transgender kids staying at my house for a slumber party. And my kid thinks I'm somehow transphobic because of that. And it was like, no, because, you know, 
when I was close to your age, maybe a year older, I was having sex with my friends, like my female friends at sleepovers, only they didn't have dicks and abortion was legal. So I'm losing my mind, folks, because it is not a good time to be a parent and nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about parents in this world at all anymore. So that's my big complaint. And also because of the internet, it's made it to where some parents are no longer qualified to be parents. I mean, speaking of true crime, this whole Kylie Rodney, this chick that was at a high school graduation party in the woods where several of these parties had taken place in the past. And what, there was like 300 kids? 300 kids in the woods at locations and parties that had happened previously. So they have all these photos online before the the one that we're currently talking about. And there's glow sticks and there's these lights and... You know, like, we know what they're doing. They're getting high and they're taking shrooms. And probably Molly, if they're lucky enough to get it. And because it's so blatantly obvious, they're trying to have, like, their own little burner party in the woods by themselves, which is fine, I guess. I mean, I think it's a little too young. I wouldn't want my daughter doing it. But it's the fact that the parents just let their kids go to this and had no clue what the hell was going on because they're not qualified to be parents. So, I mean, now we have to talk to our kids about drugs even sooner. I mean... I mean, I take shrooms and Molly and I smoke weed. I mean, I don't take shrooms and Molly a lot, but like it's, I'm more of a drug enthusiast. You know, I want to go to Burning Man for a few days or I want to go to some electric forest or something where you go, it's like a vacation. You go for three or four days and you camp and you take Molly and shrooms and maybe some acid sometimes. I don't know. Acid is very long and it is a commitment. So I prefer Molly. But anyways, yeah, and so it used to take like for like my generation I didn't get exposed to that till really after college because I I didn't know a lot about it it was pre-internet so I didn't know about Coachella and Electric Forest and Ultra and EDC and you know these artists that were playing at these big festivals that are only enjoyable if you're high guys let's let's cut the shit the music sucks okay it is only good when you're high and that's why people go and now this stuff is being marketed to children basically and people may think oh no not my kid my kid's into you know National Geographic and they like watching sharks and it's like yeah those are the kids that end up taking too many shrooms and wander off on a hike and end up drowning in a lake because, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They, I mean, it comes in waves. It comes and goes, and you don't know what the hell, hell you're doing. I mean, you could be an hour into a swim before you come out of it, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm in the middle of a lake, and you're screwed because you can't swim back. But anyways, and we don't talk about this. I mean, that's the way the algorithms work, folks. I mean, it, all roads lead to drugs, all of them. In the internet, everything eventually leads to drugs. That's where we're at. I mean, guys, it's America. I mean, our country is called the Americano for a reason. Drugs. Anyways. But, I mean, you can't even get on YouTube without, I mean, just Google people taking shrooms and hiking in the woods. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of these videos, some douchebag out in the woods hiking on shrooms with a selfie stick, you know, becoming one with a blade of grass. It's like, what are you doing, you asshole? Just shut up and enjoy it, okay? You're not becoming one with anything, okay? There's no 
You're not going to, there's no third eye. There's no secret meaning to life. You're not going to discover your purpose growing out of shit. Okay. Shrooms grow out of cow shit. Okay. It's probably the methane that does it all. I don't know, but there's no, there's no, there's no meaning to any of this. You're not looking for anything. You're just looking for people to get high with. That's it. You're looking for drug friends. I mean, that's why people spend thousands of dollars to go go to these festivals because that's the only time you can have an experience with another person without a damn phone in your hand because you can't use your phone when you're that high. It just doesn't work. You can't see. You don't know what you're doing. It's just a bad idea. So we go because we can have a human experience without the phone if we're on drugs. So that's where we're at, folks. And honestly, I'm terrified for my child and the future because yeah I mean it's drugs are pop culture I mean I would we were at Target looking at t-shirts and they had the vintage t-shirts over here and of course they had like Amy Winehouse and you know you got to explain to your kids like how'd she die and it's like I think it was alcohol I don't know but she used to do heroin and you can go look at her they they booked her at festivals and she was obliterated i mean she was completely fucked up and they would still book her on festivals i mean the bitch could barely stand i mean that's how screwed the music industry is but um across from the vintage tees they had other t-shirts and it said like earth but it was like all you know psychedelic and then it had like all these big shrooms growing and it was all psychedelic like and then it said revolution and this is at target And I know what they're talking about. I don't know if all the parents do, but I do. I mean, kids are wearing this shit around and they're 12. So I don't know, folks. The kids are on drugs. And honestly, I think that is the only way that maybe we could actually beat China is if we get the kids high because they don't do anything but stare at their phones. I mean, it is a problem, but whatever. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I do know that um, I need to find a boyfriend or a guy to hang out with. I am so bored and lonely, and it's just, you know, I would think by now, because I mean, I go to open mics all the time, so and they're a sausage fest, so I'm only around men. And you would think by now it would be easy to find someone to hook up with, you know, maybe, like, I don't know, smoke a little pot, go to a concert. But no, there is nobody. They're either too young and by two, you know, I mean, they're just they're in their early 20s and which means they're broke and I'm broke. So I'm not paying for dick <laughs> anyways. Um, or they're so much older and they're like super Christiany, like clean comics. And I'm sorry, but there's just no bigger turnoff than someone who loves Jesus and nothing against Christians. And I am I will say that I am an atheist, but I don't think there's anything wrong with religion. I don't I don't have a problem with Christianity or Islam or Judaism or anything I just don't I could never be in a relationship with a man that loves Jesus or who's the uh, Muhammad or whatever anybody you're just or God like no like I'm the only person you can be in love with okay you can't put anyone else above me like my pussy is a sole proprietorship and it's just going to be a conflict of interest if you love some invisible person it's just not gonna work I'm sorry but I'm a selfish bitch and that's the way that I am but I do still find it frustrating that I can't find anybody to date and I mean it's not that I'm consciously looking when I'm out but 
my pussy is because I'm in my prime. So I'm horny all the time. I mean, I'll be out somewhere just minding my own business and, you know, my pussy will send a signal to my brain, like, look left. And I'll look left and be like, oh, I'd fuck that. And so I'll start talking to him because he's a guy. I mean, I can talk to any guy. I mean, I'm in the class of I could probably fuck just any random guy that I meet at a bar. I'm, I'm in that class. It's nothing to brag about, but I don't have any insecurities going and talking to some just random guy at a bar. So anyways, um, and they'll talk to me because they're stupid. Men are stupid. But and everything will be going great. And then they'll just start talking about stupid stuff like you know, 9-11 conspiracy theories and, I don't Dick Cheney blowing planes up in the sky. And it's just like, oh, God, this guy is taking too many psychedelics and lives in a van down by the river. And I should probably get his number. I mean, those people, as crazy as they are and as annoying as they are sometimes, they're great people to, you know, float down a river on shrooms with. But then they go and they do something really stupid and they take off their damn hat and they're bald. Like, right, I mean, why, nothing against bald men. I don't care. I'd still fuck a bald guy. I fucked a bald crackhead at Burning Man once, okay? I My pussy does not discriminate. But I just, I, I like hair. Anyways, that's that's just where I'm at. Um, Yeah, the September 11th, the 9-11 conspiracy theories, those are never going away. Uh, it's coming up again. I swear to God. They just had, didn't we just have the September 11th, wasn't it, 20 years? I mean, it just seemed like yesterday that they just had, they were talking about it on the news. I don't know. But it's crazy because, yeah, I do. I remember everything about September 11th like it was yesterday. It was a Tuesday, and I know it was a Tuesday because it was my freshman year at IU, and I only had one class. It was my anatomy lab, and it was in the evening. So I got to sleep in. So naturally, this morning, uh, or that morning, I was nursing a hangover on my top bunk. And my phone, well, my cell phone was plugged in at my desk. And it kept ringing and ringing. And my our uh, room phone kept ringing. This was back when we actually had room phones. It was 2001. And I didn't get up to answer it because, I, one, I was trying to sleep. And two... My room phone, my roommate was from Orlando and her boyfriend, they were like, she was a, she was a ballerina and um, he was also a dancer, but he stayed in Orlando. I don't know, but he was crazy and he called all the time. He would, even when he knew that she was in class, he would call all of the time. So I knew it was going to be him, so I didn't want to get up, but it kept fucking ringing. So finally I got up and I answered the phone and it was my boyfriend and he's like, turn on the TV. And I'm like, no, I'm going back to bed. Like, I just spent the night at your house doing upside-down bong hits and upside-down margarita shots, you know, with all your stupid frat brothers. I am tired. I need to sleep. And I hung up, and he called back, and he's like, turn on the news. And I'm like, what, are we being attacked? And he's like, yes. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, let me find the remote. And I turn on the remote, or I turn on the TV, and they were playing a replay of when the second plane hit. So, I mean, I could see it was the trade centers because he wasn't saying anything. He was just quiet as I'm turning it on. And I was like, oh, well, somebody had a bad day in the market. And he was like, you're so rude and inappropriate and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, whatever, I'll be over later. And it was so weird because they were canceling classes. And I mean, IU, there's people from 
everywhere. So there's tons and tons of students from the East Coast, New York, Jersey, that whole area. And um, so a lot of people were canceling classes, but not my, we had an anatomy lab and they didn't cancel it. And we're sitting here looking at cadavers. And I don't know if you've ever had the privilege of seeing an actual dead body cadaver. The muscle kind of looks like chicken. Like if you were to overcook chicken and then soak it in like a chemical so it didn't like fry it just looked like overcooked chicken that was in well I mean it's formaldehyde but something that preserves like the lines and you can see the I don't know the ligaments and anyways and they keep little patches of skin on it so you can you know observe the skin they cut like one of the boobs off the penises are sliced in half anyways it's kind of neat if you're into that but I mean here we are looking at this dead body and there's people in my class that new people that have friends that had parents that work there and you can't miss an anatomy lab I mean because you have to have tests over that and, and I just thought that was so horrible and afterwards I went to my boyfriend's fraternity and of course there were a bunch of guys there that were from Long Island and but luckily like two of their dads actually worked I think tower one but they were golfing that day so they were okay anyway so yeah it was yeah I remember it like it was yesterday and yeah I don't know what they're what yeah that was just September 11th that's my I don't I don't want to get into the, the political stuff of it because it's so long ago but yeah that's my 9-11 story and the queen is dead that bitch I mean she's not my queen and I think it's odd that I mean she wasn't very pretty you would think that the royalty see that's what you gotta give America our royalty the the Spearses the Kardashians, the Hiltons, at least they're hot and pretty and sexy. I mean, the royal family, and no offense, but they're not, especially this next queen, was it Camilla? Woof. Oh boy. Really makes you miss Princess Diana is what I'm saying. But um, no, I was looking at things that she did and I didn't realize this, but um, she was obviously a teenager during, at the start of World War II and Buckingham Palace is where she was at I think and they bombed it Germany bombed it and she was there so they had to send her to another castle but she ended up joining the armed forces and she was a mechanic but anyways I, I thought that was strange because they have a bunch of her speeches that she gave after you know her house was bombed and they moved like all the kids in London and England and all these different places and they moved them out into the countryside and she was kind of a spokesperson for them because she had to be moved away from her family and then she enlisted in the army and I'm sure it's all propaganda you know to get the poor kids to enlist in the army and help fight the Germans but anyways I just thought that was fascinating because it's something that we never have to worry about living in America I mean we had September 11th but you know I lived in Indiana I didn't know anyone in New York so it's it's not that it doesn't affect us but not like people that were there or lost people but yeah that's just the perk of living in America and I know I mean yeah I, yeah it's stolen land not really I mean someone was gonna steal it everything's stolen land but you know I'm kind of glad that our ancestors said fuck you and fuck you guys too because I mean there that's I don't I mean I may not be here if someone didn't come over because so many people died in World War II. I'm just saying you gotta look on the bright side, folks. But yeah, I don't know. But Paris Hilton, I do have a Paris Hilton story. I know Paris Hilton. I actually sold her Molly once, it's a true story. 
Um, because she did. I was dating this guy. I'm not going to say his name because he's kind of a big deal. But anyways, his business partner was kind of knew her when she was younger and would help get her into clubs and stuff. But anyways, she was doing a CD release party at, I do believe, Light. Was it Light? Or was it Broad? I think it was still Light um, at this point in Las Vegas. I don't know what it is now. But you know how the clubs go. They come in, they go out, and they change names. But I do believe it was Light at the Bellagio. And um, so I was at the CD release with her and... Rod Stewart's daughter, I think it's Kim. Anyway, they're both really cool, chill g- girls. And I've actually ran into Paris a couple of times at other music festivals, and we always have a good laugh because it's always like, you too, me too, you too, yeah. Anyways, we all have our stories. So, but um, I went to an after-hours party afterwards. I didn't even know she was going to be there. But, and I was with my friends. I was not with the guy that I was dating because he's kind of a big deal, so he doesn't go to these sketchy after-hours after bars. And but she was there with his business partner and she needed Molly and she knew I had some because we were talking before, you know, like earlier in the evening. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't sell drugs, but I just had some on me and I gave her two and she only had like $20 cash. And I was like, don't worry about it. But anyway, so she still owes me $20. But um, yeah, that's that's my podcast for this week. I mean, I feel like there's more stuff that I wanted to talk about, but the fact that my glasses are not what I ordered and paid for. And I even specifically said, see, it's so much easier when it's not blurry. But anyways, I even specifically said, like, are these going to be ring light reflective? Because my other glasses don't have that. So I can't wear them and read off things when I do a podcast. And the lady was like, well, no, this is Target. All of our glasses have that. Well, apparently not. So now, tomorrow, I got to go deal with that. And I don't like doing that because I don't have a lot of free time because I'm a fucking mom. And I'm so frustrated. And the whole Joe Rogan thing and all those people getting to smoke weed whenever they want in Texas of all places. And they pretend that, yes, it's helping, you know, get weed legalized. But it's not. These people, we're just going to have to wait till they die. And now that they re- peeled Roe v. Wade, the people that we want to hurry up and die so we can legalize weed are procreating. They're the ones that are going to be having all the damn kids. So it's never going to be legalized in Indiana. Probably, well, maybe in Texas. Probably not. Not for a while. Not because, you know, you can't get an abortion anymore. So all the Jesus-loving weed haters are going to be having babies and we're never going to get it legalized. So... Yeah, but no, it, it's frustrating because I don't have that much time. But I am going to be doing this once a week now. I have, I painted a room, which I'm not even going to do the podcast in there. I'm just going to do it here in this corner. And I'm going to turn that into a storage room and be done with it all. Because I just don't have that much time. And I don't know if you know what it's like. I mean, if you're not a parent, you don't know. But yeah, I'm a parent. I, I, I mean, I'm a responsible parent. But I still like to smoke weed every now and then and I still hope to go to another festival in the near future because I want to be that 60 year old at Burning Man or Electric Forest or whatever festival is going on that is rolling my balls off yelling at the kids to get out of my damn way because I mean what else do you have to what else do I have to look forward to okay but it's it's weird because I I'm always I plan ahead except for I didn't plan ahead with the glasses because I just assumed I got what I paid for. 
And I haven't looked in a ring light in a phone because I'm just not that type of person. But anyways, I plan ahead. So I, I'm festival ready. I mean, probably a solid three or four days with a party buddy, with a drug buddy. But I just, I haven't had the time to go. So I have to lock all my stuff up. And, but sometimes, I mean, that's also where I keep my weed. So sometimes like I'll, you know, I have to unlock it to get my weed and my one hitter and, you know, and if I'm home, I'll, cause it's put up and if I'm home, my kid's not going to go in there. Cause anyways, but sometimes like I'll go to leave for work and I'll be like, oh shit, I got to go lock that. I mean, my kid's not even home. She's at school, but I still got to drive back and lock it and all that stuff. Because I mean, I could legitimately kill a kindergarten class if they get a hold of that stuff. But Anyways, I guess if you were to take it all, and my Molly's in crystal form, so your kid would have to be like crazy if they're munching on that. Anyways, but yeah, it's just stressful, and I'm sick of everything. Actually, uh, I know I'm supposed. They say you're supposed to like smile and do all this stuff, but I'm talking into a mic. I'm sitting in a corner. Like what? I don't know. And then you you see all these stupid true crime podcast and I am a true crime podcast fan and I am going to be doing one I know I've talked about this before about uh doing the Delphi Flora murder investigation and I am going to do it because somebody very important contacted me and was like listen look at this and I spent probably two to three weeks looking at it and I was like all right I'll do a podcast but I just don't know how in depth I want to go I mean, I know the information that I'm going to put out, but they want me to go interview people. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll try. I'll do my best, but we'll we'll see what happens. But I am going to do a podcast on it because honestly, I, as a mom, I just won. I couldn't imagine someone killing my children and getting away with it. And just knowing, like, I mean, I can read this information on my case so they can read it. And I just don't see how none of these parents, because if this was me and someone killed my only fucking child I would have strapped a bomb to myself and walked into the police station and just announced uh I'm in control of the investigation now so I suggest you get me the damn files and nobody gets hurt because I mean at that point what what else are you gonna do other than figure out how to whittle a bomb to your chest I don't know I mean I just couldn't imagine dealing with that and dealing with the police and so yeah I'm gonna do a podcast over it but it has to be it's not just a one episode podcast it's going to take probably three or four to get through all the stuff and then I have to make it funny and that's that's where it's gonna be challenging but I am gonna make it funny and I just figured at this point I mean I'm at the bottom so I mean could it possibly get me my three strikes on YouTube I don't know it would be horrible if it didn't go viral I know that I know that much about the damn case that it's just so disturbing and sad that it hasn't gone viral in this climate so yeah I'm gonna do it because honestly this is another reason it took me so long to do this next podcast because I've been writing out the three podcasts that I'm going to be doing on this and it's just time consuming so I definitely don't want to do true crime stuff. I'm going to stick with comedy, but I am going to do this one and see what happens. I don't know. It's just another boring Friday night of a single mom's life. There's not much going on at some point, you know. But anyways, that has been Comedy is Dead. Um, 
yeah, I just rambled. I just rambled. But I, I think I'm going to go to Austin and kidnap Tim Dillon and force him to be my co-star in a van life reality TV show. And I'm just going to hold him hostage. And he can do all my material. I don't care. I'll give it to him. I'll go to jail for it. I think it's worth it. That's how much I love Tim Dillon. But anyways, that has been Comedy's Dead. And like, follow, subscribe. 